0: Hello, my name is Mason McHugh and welcome to Symbology 101. Today, I will be discussing the Carolina Forest High School mascot, the Panther. All around the Carolina Forest High School campus, paintings depicting the Black Panther are strewn throughout. Even a statue was erected on the western side of campus, known, as, known to the students as the Panther side. The statue sits in the outdoor area of the campus. The Black Panther lays upon a mountain of large, jagged stones. The face of the Panther shows that it is ready to strike Ears back, eyes scrunched and te- all teeth bared for all students to see. Its hind legs are straight as the front legs are laid down against the uh, against the taller stones. Surrounded by the panther are the plastic stones it lays upon. Decorative bricks from former students are embedded in the ground around it. There's also a, a statue of a panther in front of the Panthers football stadium. Leading up to the st- statue is a cobblestone brick path. A tree and bushes surround the statue on either side of the panther front and center the midnight black panther stands the description from earlier is still the same however the left paw of the panther is now in the air resembling that the panther is going to strike with the long sharp claws that is equipped with the panther almost fond of is the logo the oval shaped logo with a black and white outline depicts a less menacing looking panther one with no teeth shown the white top side of the panther looks like a long lightning strike with lines zigzagging back and forth the triangular eyes and nose of the panther make it seem like the panther is moving quickly somewhere, and the shapes are getting distorted. Behind the eyes and nose, three white stripes are strewn onto the panther, becoming longer and the farther the lines go up the face, almost like a white patch in the fur. The mouth of the panther is shaped like the letter C, with the mouth becoming pointier at each end of the line. The maroon background provides depth and breaks from the dark colors to the logo. Other iterations of the Panther are used all throughout the world. For example, the Carolina Panthers use a very similar logo, except with their colors of black, Panther blue, and silver. According to online sources, there haven't been many changes to the Panther over the school's 23-year career. Going off a picture from 2013 from an article in Frank Andre's article from MyOri News, the Panther more closely resembles the logo of the national football team, the Carolina Panthers. The panther is outlined in a maroon color, and white whiskers are donned on the front face. Other than this, not much has changed in terms of the panther, only changing once or twice in the past 23 years. The history of mascots in general, though, is much more blurred than that of the black panther. According to Jeff Vrabel, a writer for the NCAA, mascots were first used in the early 1880s as part of a French opera. However, the first use of live animals as mascots were not encouraged would not incur until 1892. According to Jeff Marzik, an online writer for the the Culture Crush, an English bulldog by the name of Handsome Dan could have been the first live mascot in sports. Ever since Handsome Dan was introduced, the popularity of mascots has exploded, although most institutions have steered away from the use of live mascots to using more humans in costumes. However, there are still some schools and organizations that still have them. Take, for example, the University of Ta- Texas mascot, Bevo, the huge Longhorn Steer. The shift from the use of live mascots to human, humans and costumes began in the 1960s with what most people believe to be Ohio State's Brutus Buckeye and New York Mets mascot, Mr. Met. From that point forward, mascots have never wavered from being the forefront of a school or organization's identity. Although mascots give a university or sports fan something to rally behind, However, there are many harmful stereotypes that follow some of these mascots around, with the Panther not having an exception to this. Schools sp- schools, and sports teams should establish programs that are focused on the awareness of these harmful stereotypes, as well as rebrand themselves to honor the history and culture of certain groups of people. In terms of the Panthers' controversy, you don't have to go very back very far to find it. In 2017, during homecoming week, Students hung a banger in the cafeteria that had the message, We'll leave you in a trail of tears. The team that the Panthers were going up against was the Sockes Braves, whose, mas- whose mascot is of Native, Native American or- origins. The message was written that was, ri- was written was in reference to the part of the Indian Removal Act of 1830 called the Trail of Tears, in which tens of thousands of Native Americans were forcibly removed from their homelands and forced to settle in the Indian ter- Territory, which is now known as the state of Oklahoma. Other than this, there hasn't been much controversy, if at all, surrounding the Panther. The controversy doesn't just follow the Panther, though, but it follows all mascots in the United States and around the world. According to Amy wimmer Schwab, a writer for the NCAA, there were 18 teams that nicknames were determined to be hostile and abusive, with around 8 teams that have still yet to rebrand themselves. However, looking on the bright side, there have been 10 teams that have decided to rebrand themselves from the hurtful and hateful Native American branding. For Native American mascots and imagery, there is a light event at the end of the tunnel. The NCAA has implemented policies against the use of Native, Native American mascot and images in the college ranks. The National Football League has taken, has even taken a stand with the Washington Red, Redskins for branding themselves to the Washington football team for the, for the time being. The Carolina Forest Panther and school in general haven't seen any controversy since that homecoming incident. Overall, schools and sports teams are moving in the right direction in terms of being more progressive with cultures. Personally, I started off at Carolina Forest halfway through my freshman year when I moved from New Jersey to Myrtle Beach. It wasn't an easy thing for me to get used to. I already already had all my friends at my old school, and I was coming to a school where most friends groups have already been established. Thankfully, I had football to make friends, and to this day, the people that I met on the offensive line are still my best friends. Just last year, I put on my helmet for what I thought would be the last time in my career, when during a bright September day against Crosstown rival Murdoch Beach, I tore my MCL and severely bruised my Tilbury Plateau after my best friend pancaked someone directly into my knee. Thankfully, it wasn't as serious as it could have been, and I was able to return for senior night in the playoffs. But nothing will ever compare to a Friday night under the lights. The bright lights that illuminate the cheering fans in the stands, the national anthem before kickoff, the taste of dirt in my mouth and the smell of sweat in my nose after I pancake someone against their will into the mud. The feeling of the slick ball in my hand is I'm going to snap it. Above all else, the feeling of putting on the helmet with the panther on it, because you never know when the last time you'll be able to put it on is.